The String Quartet Smackdown has been on my radar for a long time. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, I love the name. Having spent 20 some odd years in Chicago, it kind of reminds me of, of a poetry slam. It seems like a very similar right. kind of. Yes, um... it is related. Yeah, okay. it's got its sort of limitations because of the format, but it also has uh, the all sorts of accessibility and ways to get new people to listen to new music uh, that other formats don't. Yeah, I and mean, that's exactly what I like about it. I think, you know, there's so few people that are that are actually bringing contemporary music, whatever that means, to people that, you know, right. don't have a degree in music. <laughs> so yeah. that's really cool. How many years have you been doing this now? I think this will be our eighth. Wow, that's great. And so, I mean, what, what, what is the audience reaction like? I mean, these are not people who would, you know, if, if the Juilliard Quartet came to Austin, they wouldn't necessarily go see that, but they're coming to see right. you. It, uh, I mean, the show sells out super quickly. Um, the only reason we don't do multiple versions is, is we'd have to one, give a cash prize each time we did it. And two, like at that point, the audience has heard the pieces. So there's, it's, um, so we just do it once uh, and it's one room of 300 seats or something like that. And uh, the audience is usually pumped that people put it on their, calendars there's a high energy in the room certainly higher energy than your typical uh, chamber music concert <laughs> which you know is, is not the world's highest energy generally yeah and it's you know when people vote for something that they like a lot and then it loses you hear moans in the audience and people get sad and then they get excited if the piece they like moves on and the audience can surprise you where you think oh this rocker is gonna move on for sure and the weird one is gonna 
uh, lose, but sometimes the audience picks the strange one and sometimes it picks, you know, it's, you never know what the audience is going to do. That's composer and director of Golden Hornet, Graham Reynolds, talking about one of their signature programs, the String Quartet Smackdown. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm your host, Seth Bosted, and I'm really excited to play audio from String Quartet Smackdown, the most recent round, which was number seven. And we heard, I opened up with uh, Fiona Lee Jones, A Prism of Measured Time. All of the pieces that we're gonna hear in the program today are performed by the Vortice Ensemble. So if you're one of the composers who makes it to the final round, one of the 16 composers, one of the great things you get is a professional recording of the piece. Each of the pieces is about four minutes long. I'm gonna play as many of them as I can on the program, and I'm going to intersperse it with my conversation with Graham. Here are two more pieces. We're going to hear One Day in a Town by Chidi Obijiaku and then Malamut by Renato Marsilia.
How did the initial idea come about? Well, it actually came out of a board meeting. So, you know, Golden Horn is a nonprofit and board meetings you think of as uh, boring things where you talk about how you're going to raise more money and how you don't have quite enough money for this year's program and things like that. Um, but we always wanted the board to be an inspiring place as well as a functional place. And so we talk a lot about artistic choices and directions artistically that the organization is taking. And that just, it was probably in March when March Madness was happening and that threaded into a conversation about string quartets. And then uh, Tim Lee, uh, co-founder of the Alamo Draft House Cinema uh, chain, he he's on our board and he has been since the beginning. So we, we've often done collaborations with the Alamo. And so this was a perfect fit for him. And Tim, Tim and the Alamo have always found those ways to pursue passion projects and artistic projects, but then mix them with highly accessible, fun new ways to do things. Then they can fill a room for a movie that in another theater has six people sitting in, in it. Uh, so uh, Alamo was the right fit for this. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Um, you know, if you, if you describe it as art music or art cinema, it just turns people off. You know, right. if you take the same product, describe it differently and people are into it. Yeah. And then you have, you know, beer and pizza brought to you. And, you know, it's a, that's just a totally different energy in that theater. And, you know, they've changed some things, of course, as it's grown nationally, but still there's an energy that's different from going to your typical movie theater. Mm hmm. So is that where the string quartet smackdown actually takes place at the Alamo draft house? Yes. During the pandemic, we did it virtually, uh, of course, but, uh, that's the, that's where we've always done it. Cause it comes with a screen. So people can like, when people are voting, the, uh, you see the live tallies up on screen and you see the countdown on screen, the, you see the, who, uh, all, all the information is up there and it, that sort of the tension as people are voting as you watch the the tallies is is exciting sometimes it's a you know some pieces in the competition trounce another one and then it's then you're just waiting for the timer to run out because you know the, what the result's going to be but sometimes it makes for uh you know uh, a bit of extra tension and excitement in the whole process nice can you describe the whole um evening for me like how, how does this all go down Okay, so through a whole long, much longer process, we end up with 16 four-minute string quartets. Um, and you have an audience, and they, are all, they all have an app on their phone where they can vote for their favorites. And the round one, you, you set it up brackets like March Madness. So uh, two two divisions of eight and then broken into pairs. So you have two, say two string quartets paired against each other. You play a minute of each. And then after you hear a minute of each, uh, the gong goes off and stops the music and people vote. And whichever they favor goes on to the next round. So in the next round, you've got half as many string quartets. Again, they're paired against each other. You hear two minutes. The gong goes off. People vote. Goes to the third round. You hear three minutes. And then finally, you have two string quartets left. And you hear the, the piece in its entirety 
and people vote for the winner. Nice. And I mean, every piece is getting performed live, obviously, in, in each round. Yeah. So there's a live string quartet playing each of these. And because people submit and then uh, for half the pieces, you only hear a whole um, one a single minute. Uh, part of what you get as a composer is a uh, we go into the studio the next week and fully record all the quartets. So every composer gets a professionally recorded version of, of their mm-hmm. piece. We don't, you know, I we're we're already narrowing down and and taking down to sixteen and and so we want it to be somewhat rewarding to have gotten into that sixteen. And then there's a cash prize for the top one, et cetera.
How many submissions do you usually get? She a couple hundred. So wow. it's quite a few and they're usually from all over the globe. Um, Asia, Africa, Middle East, Europe, North and South America, like really like uh, you, the, the list of countries we've gotten submissions from is always surprises me. It's always long. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So everybody just submits a score, a PDF or what's the process? Ah, so they submit, uh, yeah, PDF of the score as well as for the audio. And, and that's fine if it's, you know, just a Sibelius output or a finale output, or it's also fine if it's a recording of it. And sometimes it's, an, you know, the, they've, they're editing a piece they already have that's say seven minutes long and they're editing it down to the four minutes. They'll send us an audio of the seven minute version or something. Um, but generally that you, it's an audio file and a PDF of the score. And then what happens is we send it to panelists. So it's not just me narrowing it down. Um, and the, uh, each panelist gets a third of the pieces to listen through and give notes on, et cetera. And then I compare them to my notes and we, we get it down to, uh, 16. Yeah, it's quite a process. I mean, to go from you know, 150, 200 quartets down to 16. Yeah yeah it's you know it's a lot of listening <laughs> yeah. fortunately i like listening and it's fun to hear what's what people are doing around the world and we it's a lot of young composers but then we get people who are very established uh so it's really has gone all over the place I'm talking with Graham Reynolds on the show today. Graham is a wonderful pianist and composer and also the director of Golden Hornet. And one of their signature programs is String Quartet Smackdown. And I'm featuring audio from some of the 16 finalists in String Quartet Smackdown 7. All of this, by the way, is available on Spotify or the streaming platform of your choice because the 16 finalists, part of what they get out of this whole thing is to be recorded. And a really nice recording it is too. So check that out on Spotify or whatever streaming platform you like. It's String Quartet Smackdown Volume 7. Uh, we heard The Walls Kept Me Warm by Kennedy Taylor Dixon. And then we heard Per Hilbami by Perti Jalaba. And all of these are performed by the Vortice Ensemble. Let's hear two more. A Mischievous Plan by Cecilia Mollert and Aleatory for String Quartet by Melika M. Fitzhugh. Thank you. 
Tell me about the Golden Hornet project. So th this started as two composers, Peter Stepshinsky and I wanting to have our own music played and not having really another way to do it. So we organized a string quartet concert and then we organized an orchestral concert. And pretty soon after that, we wanted to invite other people to do that, mostly from a band or, or some kind of non-traditional composing background. And we started having these group concerts. Um, and finally, we turned into a nonprofit. And uh, Peter doesn't particularly like going to meetings, and nonprofits have a lot of meetings. So Peter's still involved, but is no longer uh, running it with me. And, you know, most of what it used to be for Peter and I hear our own music. Now, the vast majority of what we do is supporting other composers. We, it's still an outlet for my own work, uh, but uh, we have a young composers program from you know, like eight years old to 18 years old, and they, they learn how to produce a concert and compose for a, a whole concert themselves, and we do that annually. Then we have this uh, SmackDown, which is more emerging composers. And then we usually do every year to a, a big group uh, collaborative piece. And that's MXTX, which was a Texas and Mexico collaboration we did uh, this past year. And then a couple of years before that, we did Sound of Science, which was about uh, eight or nine composers composing for Jeffrey Ziegler and each working with a scientist. And then occasionally uh, we'll do a, a piece of mine or contribute to a piece of mine. Uh, but it's basically a composer support commissioning presenting organization, but in a very non, you know, I have nothing against academic music or anything, but it's usually in a very non-academic environment coming from a more punk rock DIY approach. Yeah. I always preface the work I do with the same thing. I have nothing against academic music. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to do it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. myself. It's just not my, my path in life. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. 
Okay, we're two more pieces from String Quartet Smackdown number seven. We heard Chasing Shadows by Minzuo Lu, and then we heard Machinery by Juan Sebastian Varmon. Let's hear two more, and that'll do it for the show. If you're a composer and you want to enter String Quartet Smackdown, the deadline for submissions is December 1st, 2022. Find out more at goldenhornet.org. Thanks so much to Graham Reynolds for being a guest on the program. We're going to go out now with two more pieces from String Quartet Smackdown number seven, and they are That's a New Dog by Francis Cayali and Depau by James Ogburn. Relevant Tones is a production of Access Contemporary Music, a nonprofit organization with the mission of bringing musical creativity to life every day. Find out more at acmusic.org. For Relevant Tones, I'm Seth Bosted. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.